Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome back to Cracking On With The Sun for the, the the last full week. I can't believe how quickly it's gone. The final is a week today. I just can't believe that six weeks ago, let's say, we were sat here talking about... Do you remember we had the picture of the line up here? Mm-hmm. And we were talking about connections we wanted to see and beef that could occur. We're going to look back and be wrong on... Basically Everything. every front. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. that. Like, if we almost look back, we'll be like... <laughs> um, it kind of almost calls into question whether we really are experts on Love Island <laughs> at all. I think we've given it a really good go. And I think that's the most important thing. I think effort. A for effort, for sure. For absolute sure. It would be like Love Island experts. They try. So <laughs> that's why we've got a real expert on today. So we've got yes. Paul Brunson. You may know him from Married at First Sight, um, Celebs Go Dating. He is a love guru. I would say, I'm going to go as far as to say, the nicest man in showbiz. He, he is, is one of my lush. ultimate favourites. I'm going to his new book launch tonight. He's written a book about finding love and um, I will be front row. Um, trying to like get research, you know, to bring to the pod tomorrow. <laughs> so I will bring you back some some juicy tips. And Paul was telling me about his abs, and I don't, I kind of forgot what else he was talking about when he brought that up because it just everything else went a bit blurry. Um, but he, I did remember eventually to ask him the really important questions about Molly and Callum. And whether he thinks there's a future there. Oh my god! I'm despite so everything else, despite Jess, despite Tom, despite <gasps> their breakup, yeah, he's going to tell me all that and and some offer some really good insights into the world of reality television and whether there is it, how it's how much it's faked. Is there a potential to really find love? Yeah, we were talking about the matchmaking skills and I've asked him all of this stuff. Amazing. So we'll hear from him a little bit later on in the podcast. Um, But for now, probably some people that could ask for his help are our latest dumped islanders. Mm -hmm. So as we said on Friday... There's so many! They whacked through them. Um, And the first thing that I wanted to talk to you about is the cringe situation of Joanna and Chris not being on the same page at all. <laughs> so Joanna and Joe obviously left first. Um, and just on on Joanna, she sort of said, I definitely think if me and Callum had had more time, I really want to speak to Callum on the outside. It was all about Callum. 
Chris, it's like Chris who. Whereas Chris, I'm going to read you this. Gushing. Oh no. oh no. When she came in, I was so excited. I fancied her for a long time. There's definitely something between us. We had lots of deep chats in bed. I learned about her on a deeper level. Um, he talks about oh. how he's desperate for them to connect on the outside. Um, I'm happy to leave because now I get the opportunity to speak to Joanna. Oh, no. I know. Chris does not pick up on signals at all. Like, he doesn't... <sighs> he's just not... He's not sensed that right at all. Um, and I just think it's another... I mean, I don't want to start slagging Chris off again, but it was just another dip in the Chris Taylor fan club for me. Aww. Because it just showed a different side uh, when when Joanna and, and Joe very unfairly, I think, did yeah. actually go out. And I agree with him on the, the logistics. The decision-making was very poor from the other Islanders. Yeah. But basically, it's because they all liked Chris. But I was like, well, Chris has only got his eyes set on one person who doesn't like him. Yeah. How did that then lead to Joe Garrett being sent at home you know how much of a fan I am of Joe yeah I'm absolutely fuming on his behalf because he was there really up for actually making connections he was just getting to know uh Arabella yeah and he hadn't had enough time and yet Chris has been there for ages he's giving everyone the ick and he gets another (laughs) chance I know only to go home the next day so that's three yeah that was wild enough yeah and then last night we had an extra two, so we had Casey and Eve. Yeah. All a bit awkward last night, I thought. Yeah. I felt like total, well, deja vu times two, basically, because obviously 2020, even Jess's first time round, Eve also left early, leaving Jess behind mm. with a connection. See, that would give me a complex. <gasps> Same. It would really give me a complex. Same. Like, as as one of two sisters, I have sibling con- complex, and I, I know that twins it's probably even worse Mm. so oh i hope eve's okay she she seemed all right but yeah like you say it's gonna burn isn't it it is yeah i think it's just luck in that place and actually um paul brunson does talk about timing and luck with love that's good um and it's that whole thing about just being able to be in the right place at the right time the person's got to be in the right space headspace yeah and although casey said he was looking for love was he really no so this uh, being really strategic I was trying to explain this to my husband last night I was like Casey is not the man you would go in there and pick because Casey isn't there for coupling up mm. Casey's there for lols yeah, connection but although the, the difficulty is is that he says that he is so someone sees him and he's obviously one of the funniest ones in there he's very charming and sweet cheeky chappy and, and also apparently very tall Lucy was telling us this when she was on the pod while you were off yeah but Lucy's very short no Lucy would won't like, she's like mind a... me saying that she's tiny I'm only five foot five and a half but he, I wouldn't describe him as tall no, no but it's because he's always stood next to Tom that yeah. famously is six foot five yeah. like Casey is very normal height for normal a man normal height yeah for sure but everyone yeah. thinks of him as this tiny he's little man t- <laughs> he's not tiny <laughs> um, but I, I I love this from Casey <laughs> you've really done some work on I, this podcast Amanda, I'm so proud of you yeah <laughs> it's, I don't just come here and shit <laughs> um Casey's Casey's exit interview essentially is just all about Tom. <laughs> he just talks about how I wouldn't expect anything else. Um, 
I thought this was really interesting though. He said, it's so nice to see Tom happy after going through such a difficult breakup with Sammy. Mm. Now I know that that was very like tit for tat. It was a bit beefy online, wasn't it? But Mm. I think that like, I think we knew that stuff had gone on, but I, it it never struck me that it had been hard on Tom. Is that unfair of me? Potentially, but I, I think the way that (laughs) it's difficult, isn't it? The girls, I'm talking about Claudia, who was on this podcast, wasn't she, a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Um, her and Sammy at that <coughs> at that time, excuse me, at that time, um, they kind of were out, out on the girls' nights all the time and sort of, they were making that like, cryptic comments. And I think you do kind of gather your own like narrative from yeah. that, whereas Tom didn't say very much about it. Yeah. But then, on the flip side, all of this history he has with all the girls in the, in, on the, in the villa... When did that happen? Yeah. Like when he wasn't exactly at home crying his eyes out every night. No. So you... I can't have too much sympathy no. there. Um, I love that Casey's just got his back no matter what, though. I think Tom could, I was going to say go as far as say murder someone, maybe not, but he could do something <laughs> really bad and Casey would just defend him. Yeah, I think so. To kind of love. Like, I do love their bromance. What is going to happen about, so Tom's moving up north. We heard that last yes. night, which is good A for revelation. him and Yeah. But what does that mean for Casey? <laughs> and was that your first thought as well? Yeah, it I was. really genuinely was thinking, oh, but um, but is Casey okay? What's going to happen to him? Casey um, was probably in that villa looking for new applicants as a London bestie. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom's ready to retire from that lad life, clearly. Mm-hmm. He wants to go back up north. Maybe he wants to play football again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking maybe Joe Garrett. Yeah. Because we know that they're pals yep. from the outside because everyone was making jokes, weren't they, about how Casey had been casting for Love Island because it was all of his <laughs> mates going in. Um, so maybe it's going to be a Joe, a Joe Garrett Casey. But then don't you think that it's... Um, that that whole situation was strange with the dumping because you had Tom and Casey and Joe famously being really close friends, but then then Joe got voted out. I, th- I, f- I really felt as if Tom was going to save Joe. Yeah. I was disappointed that he didn't. Yeah, but Tom, you know, doesn't really talk much, does he? <laughs> he's six foot five. He doesn't need to. Because he's six foot five. He doesn't need to. Um, anyway, let's talk to someone who actually knows about these people um, in terms of their emotions and whatnot. Instead he's going to show us up, isn't he? Yeah, again, yeah. why do we keep getting people on the podcast that just make <laughs> us look like we don't know what we're talking oh, about? Really good. Cracking on Psychology Inc. is really suffering a blow. <laughs> just, you're going to feel so, you're going to feel Georgia Harrison Zen after this because of Paul's glorious voice. I was going to say, when I've interviewed Paul before, you just get complete, he, he, it's like he's hypnotizing yes. you. Yes, oh, it's totally like that. You yeah. just, you just melt in his yeah. voice and honestly if he said to me the way to fix yours and your husband's I don't know rowing about who's taking the bins out mm-hmm. I would be like okay I will take them out every day for the rest <laughs> of my life I want to into his wife next because I Ooh. want to say how are you ever cross with him like, yeah. I could never ever be cross with him <laughs> ever yeah but maybe that's what that gets annoying mm. You no, know. but still, just love him. Oh, anyway, I'm sure she finds a way. <laughs> we're just gushing over Paul Branson. I know. You will too. Yay, let's hear from him. <laughs> With your work on Married at First Sight and Celebs Go Dating, how much of it is dependent on, on who's who the producers are put in there and how they're you know, how the personalities match up? Is it enough just to be looking for love? Or do you think it's got to be really match made and, you know, to to give them that chance? 
You know what? I mean, this is a brilliant question. Uh, brilliant question because I think that that answer, it's changed over time. You know, so the reason why, you, so it, I started on television maybe now almost 15 years ago, right? So this was the show that I did with Oprah called Love Town in the US. And when we did that show together, it was essentially, there were there was not a lot of reality television, especially around love. So everyone who came on had no idea of the outcome, like the business outcome, becoming a brand or a celebrity. They went on for the pure passion of, of love. But then what we've seen over the last 15 years is that you've seen people realize, I can go onto this project and I can become a celebrity. I can become a huge brand. So many people over the years wanted to get onto TV in order to become a celebrity, right? To make money off of TV. Mm. Whereas today, because of social media, you have people who are already established, who don't need television, right? Digital is one of the, I mean, you see what, how Channel 4 has shifted into digital and ITV has shifted into digital, right? So where I'm going with this is that I think the beauty is that now TV is no longer thought of as the only way or the way to become uber celebrity or, or make lots of money, which means that we are actually seeing more authenticity, like you're seeing on Love Island, like you will see on Married at First Sight, like I believe you'll see with Slubs Go Day. And you, you're seeing this shift into authenticity on television because they're getting what they want in, you know, in, in, in other places. And then to your question of, well, then what happens when you put a group together? Well, whenever you put an authentic group together, you get authentic reaction. And normally you're, that means that you're going to get some love. You're going to get some comparison. You're going to get the despair that comes with the comparison. You're going to get all of the dynamics that come with a group for good and for bad. And it always makes for great TV. Mm-hmm. You know, it always makes for great TV because as human beings, we're entertaining. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we are entertaining. And so I think it's, it's, I think where we're moving towards is, is beautiful. I'm just fascinated about people who do put themselves in this position and go on to find love and and they get to the the self-reflection they must have to watch yourself back to see what you're like in arguments whether you come on too strong whether you know how you communicate what your style is it's so it's so interesting it it is and and also too it takes a high level you know you know where everyone who goes on to these shows married at first sight slubs go dating love island where they do not get enough credit is in the vulnerability that it takes to walk onto this show and know that people are going to judge you. And people are going to judge you just by the way you look. People are going to judge you just on how you sound. People are going to judge you by your behavior, whether it is good, bad, or indifferent, you will be judged. And not only will you be judged while they're watching the show, but then when you're off the show, and you're walking to the coffee shop, the people who recognize you are going to think about when they judged you on television, and that's going to be how they brand you. And so the people walking into these television shows, you have to salute them for the level of vulnerability that it takes. And also too, is when you look at this, and Amanda, you know, you've been in the space, you know that for every cast of 12 or 15 members, there's 
two or three that kind of break out and do some other projects if they choose yeah. to. But everyone else, they, they're, they're back into their normal lives. But now they've been marked, you know, that, that brand. And so it takes, so, so I applaud the vulnerability. Uh, I, I applaud the vulnerability. Once you've got the ick, can you un-ick <laughs> or is that stuck? Yeah, I, I, th- I think it, it, it depends on many things. Like, it honestly, it depends on your attachment style, your levels of trauma, right? It depends on all of your behaviors. So can you? Absolutely. Do people mostly? They don't. They normally get, get the ick in it and it sticks. And if someone's sort of pressuring you to like them, like the outside world's pressuring you to like someone and there wasn't that instant connection, but you give it a go, can you kind of push through that that ick side and, and actually make it work because of other expectations from people? Yeah, so, so this, the psychology of this is there's something called propinquity, propinquity effect. And in essence, what that means is that the, the, the longer you're with someone, and the more that you are going through novel events with that someone, the closer you will become to that person. So an extreme example is, is think of, think of someone who you think is the most unattractive person in the world, but you were on a stranded island with that person. And you go through storms, you survive animal attacks and pirate attacks and all these things. Well, chances are, at a certain point in time in the future, you will be lovers. <laughs> like, oh, it's wow. just going to happen. You know, so if you think about that, and that's the propinquity effect. So uh, to your, so the, so the answer is, is yes. But the reason why it doesn't happen to us is because we think we have all these options. We just pick up the app. We're like, oh, we don't need to talk to them because we've got a million options on this app. So that's the reason why we, we, we don't spend enough time, you know, with the in- individual. Oh, that's so interesting. And there's finally, there was another example from Love Island where Molly and Callum were together. They met on the first series um, that they were on together, a three and a half year relationship, but then split up. Both went on to All Stars, didn't know the other one was going on. And it seemed like it would be a perfect fit. They still get on, they still fancy each other. They have a real communication problem. Um, and they've kind of ended up going with different partners, but they've spent this whole time together and they're actually ending up as friends. Is there a future there? I really think they could get back together. Do you think that that works if you've had quite a long split and um, and made it back as friends? You, you know what's so interesting, I think, about love and life is that you could have all of the right thoughts and beliefs and ideas and behaviors, but if it is not the right season for you, if it is not the right time, it, it doesn't work, right? It's, it's, it's challenging for a lot of people, right? Because you have to be empathetic. You have to listen. And, and and then we made the change as a result of that conversation. So it was the right time. So to your question of that couple is, uh, unless it is the right time, it's like the moon and the stars have to align. Mm-hmm. And that's what, what, what could make it challenging for them. Oh, God, that all makes so much sense as well. I know. I feel like I learned so much. Um, I need to get him in a room with Arabella because obviously we're just hearing about, you know, how you not can fake something, but you do. There's intensity there, isn't it? When you're just given a couple of options. Mm. And that's what Arabella's very good at is um, <laughs> just sort of moving on very quickly to the next person. And 
her game is very strong as the girls were sort of ogling yesterday. Good game. She's now so into Adam, but she is just so hopeless at playing it cool. I've never seen anything like it. I would say though, what? why have we placed this value on playing it cool? Why do we care about playing it cool? Just because it, it felt a bit sort of bunny boiler almost. It was like he'd been in for five minutes and she was like, now I feel complete. Now I, I understand why everything's happened the way it has. Adam's here to rescue me. It's like, geez. Yeah. I just, I just, you can see why. I mean, it's a lovely trait, isn't it? Because she's so kind of pure. Um, and she has such hope. But it's why she had that horrible heartbreak, perhaps, yeah. before going into the villa. Because she puts everything into it. Yeah. And then you're kind of left disappointed because you've maybe rushed into things too much. Is that fair? But how, am- yes. But how amazing, despite hurt, to be able to just keep bouncing back. Oh, and she's she's an absolute legend. And I just love her. Going into life with such an open heart, which is what I get from her, mm-hmm. because um, I think that's how, like, trying to find love when you're holding your heart like this will never work. Mm-hmm. The only way to find love is to be like it's battered and bruised, but here it is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what she does. I, I mean, unapologetic, unashamedly, I think she's fab. I, I, she's, I think she's become one of my favourites in there. Yeah. I love the fact that she throws herself into it and yeah. it's just... Also, really, she's the only one who's actually given the experience like a yeah. proper go when you think about it. You I know, like, she's put herself out there a lot of times and... I just hope that Adam is that, what she's saying, that's kind of maybe knight in shining armour. And he seems like quite a nice guy, doesn't he? You know what they say, though? The best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. <laughs> yes. Especially on the terrace. <laughs> she, I think Adam would squish her, though. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the throwdown, hasn't he? One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Okay. Um, <laughs> look, and, and I just think she, all she does is she's just like, she she has great chat about it. She talks the talk. Everyone thinks she's hilarious. Quote more of my research. <clears throat> Arabella is the funniest girl ever. She is hilarious. If ever I needed a laugh in the villa, I would go straight to Arabella. Who said this? That was Eve. <clears throat> okay. So my point is, um, yes, she snogged I quite a lot of the boys. You reading a note that you no, taken it's my diary. It. It's not Sorry. my diary. <laughs> <laughs> Dear diary, although um, her kisses are quite intense to watch. Like I feel, you know, when you're a bit like, oh, should I be watching this? I just um, think, I just think it's fab. Like you know, we're all about empowerment and and girls. And if it was a boy doing all this snogging. Mm. You know, the name of the game is snogging. They literally play games which are just about snogging. So, yeah. oh, I love it for her. And um, speaking of terrace snogs, the terrace sort of took a bit of a turn last night because we had Eve. The terrace was her office. And she was calling in anyone and everyone at her disposal. And just like, it was just quite scheduled. It was quite direct. She was really bossing it. My favourite moment was her calling up Callum, who is, you know, He's a bit of a stirrer, but in a really quiet, kind of accidental way. Like, he, he starts telling someone something, and then he's like, oh, God, actually, I've kind of, you know, put my foot in it. Yeah. Has mixed this thing about Casey and Eve. She calls him up, and he's like, oh, no. He goes all the way. Because he was, like, the other side of the villa. Walks all the way there, walks all the way up the stairs, gets yeah. to the terrace, and it was, like, five seconds later. Okay, you're dismissed. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And then I like how she was like, right, Casey, you can go. I'm going to get the girls back up here. And then she's like, girls, you can come back yeah. up now. <laughs> I just quite enjoyed it. I just, again, female empowerment and she's just bossing it. I, I absolutely loved her. Yeah, I sort of feel, I think we've talked about this, like the twins are a little, some, they come across as quite sort of, you know, wallpaper, mm. you know, maybe a bit forgettable. But maybe that we're just not actually seeing this from them. Yeah. Maybe that's what she's like all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Bossy. I mean, let's not forget Jason Derulo. Mm. So I can't imagine Jason Derulo being with someone that hasn't got a bit about them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, did you notice Tom Clare and his chat last night? Funny enough, no. So he went. <laughs> so he went on the date uh, with oh, Molly. Yeah. Oh my god! Didn't Molly look? incredible oh, on friday in night red friday night yeah show the rose oh she just looked stunning She's i love so her gorgeous. so much yeah and um it was i mean it was a lovely day um but it was just the same recycled chat now we know that he he works he's like an ambassador for ebay isn't he and they do all their pre-loved so not only is he wearing pre-loved clothes he's wearing pre-loved um <laughs> lines like chat up lines and stuff so he just takes them so everything he said to sammy on final dates he's taken to molly yeah and just repeated them word for word so it was like you know can't imagine anyone else being you know being with um that he can see her being this girlfriend on the outside i genuinely can see you being my girlfriend on the outside i just thought okay but you know like we've not seen anything from them and i know that they are the 
we, they've been voted the, the favourite couple, the most compatible couple. Is it just because they look good? We don't really see much of their fun side. I don't no. think. Um, I'd love to see a bit more of that. Yeah. Well, it's like, um, I do think we see Molly on the main show, they have cast her as romantic lead. Now, I think mm. we get a lot more of Molly being fun and funny on Unseen Bits. I always really like Unseen Bits I love, for that. She's got a dirty laugh like yours. <laughs> she really goes for it. Like, I love when you she actually finds something funny and yeah. she really proper goes for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I don't think it's necessarily fair on her because I think people do think she's a bit bland, maybe. But I think that's only because of the main show yeah, edit. Well, no... Is it because of what Tom's giving her? Like, she yeah. probably needs someone to bounce off of. Yeah. Um, but but as um, when I was speaking to Ema about Molly and Callum said, like, that moment between her and Callum when she was doing his makeup, you know, when it was the punk night and he was drawing the star. Yeah. Like, they do look like they had genuine fun together. Yeah. So we maybe her, to see more of maybe that, her yeah. and Tom do had that. Yeah. Like, we know that Tom's got it in him because Casey brings it out of him. So, I mean... Maybe it's just what we see. Yeah. But, yeah. What do they say about a million times? You only see one hour of 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the million other hours that we record the podcast when we are, like, hilarious. We are so good. And It's a shame that no one sees that, I know. (laughs) Um, No, I completely agree. Exactly the same. And if I was Molly, who presumably watched that series because they all watch the series because they do various chats about it and stuff yeah i'd be like yeah you said that to sammy (laughs) i wouldn't be able to not say that i would be go away and tell me something new but then maybe she's just riding it to the final she knows that she's gonna win now and then get back with callum oh my god that'd be so good (laughs) um i've got some news for you actually on that front okay i was saving it to the end but i'm just gonna give it to you now why oh Okay, this is not like you. Normally you tease me, but go for it. So you know how um, we like to say that Love Island producers listen to the podcast? Well, they do, yeah. So obviously they've been listening to the podcast, but I think they've also been listening to the fans because, drumroll, tonight... Do you actually want one? Molly and Callum go on a date. (gasps) You're kidding! Right, I've just teased that massively. It's a double date. Oh, okay. With Tom and Jess as well. Oh, but get rid of them. To me, how good is that? To me, though, so it's one of those ones that they do themselves in the villa. I just massively like went in on. Uh, oh, uh, okay. You I made it tease, maybe. But my point is, what I'm hoping is that Jess and Tom being boring will just make Molly and Callum realise with that direct comparison within the date moment. Oh, yeah, that's a good. What point. do you think? Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I think there's there's got to be there's <laughs> got to be a way. I mean, we're really forcing it. The I producers know. are forcing it. Islanders are forcing it. Push forcing the it. romance is yeah. what we're saying to you. Take some Anton advice. Oh, sorry, I really, really ramped that up. Yes. But look, you never know. You never know. I have full hope. Yeah. Um. So. What else have you got for me, Detective Devlin? Detective Devlin strikes again. <gasps> Go on. So I don't know if you've seen all this whole um, backlash from Theo Campbell. <gasps> oh, Theo yes. Campbell was... What series was it now? I can't remember the so it was year. the um it was the Olivia Atwood year. Series three? Yeah. Because he was in with... Um, Iconic series. I remember him... It, he was definitely in with Camilla, wonderful mm-hmm. Camilla and Jamie, mm-hmm. and that was that mm-hmm. year, wasn't it? 
Um, so he was uh, back for All Stars. It was all kind of prepared. He's kind of come out and said that, you know, everything was ready to go. His bags were packed. Yeah. Um, and suddenly, it was only a day before he was meant to fly out to South Africa for All Stars. Yeah. Got a call from a Love Island producer to say, we're actually just going to have you um, as a bombshell. So it wasn't him being sacked or anything like that, yeah. but he he's already been a bombshell. Yeah. And my my sources close to, to, to Love Island say that he just wasn't happy going into the villa as a bombshell. He wanted to be OG yeah. status this time around. And also it's really important to note, I think at this point, is that there's been lots of islanders that have said that they were in talks and that kind of thing. But Theo's story comes from a place of real credibility because he even shot that opening sequence, didn't he? Which you know, they were leaked. all on that yeah. red carpet where, you know, they turned to the camera and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So it's and legit. You can it's see le- he's he was, on that, yeah. He was legit meant to be one of the ones in our printed out photo at the beginning. It wasn't just take a picture at the airport of your luggage yeah it, kind it's of not just chugs was... and Aaron in, in Cape Town <laughs> type situation it was legit yeah and he was just so prepped to go and then got got pulled at the last minute and that he was told he would end up being maybe sort of end of week one week two potentially beginning of week three kind of bombshell yeah and he wasn't having it um, he spent a lot of time being convinced by producers to actually go on the show mm. and felt as if he'd been let down. Um, obviously, we've got to kind of counterbalance it by saying that really the, the Islanders going in, they're not in until they're in. They're not in because like, they're all they in They always holding. say that. Um, so they've, I mean, they fly out so many Islanders. Mm. There'll have been loads that have gone out there and nothing's happened. They think they're going to go in. Mm. They're in holding that because they go into sort of a lockdown situation. Mm. Um, away from the outside world and then if it doesn't work out storyline wise or however else yeah because they're always reacting to yeah. the situation and so the they villa. could just be sent home and then we're none the wiser that actually they're over in South Africa mm. um, I, I just think that he's he's finding it quite difficult Theo to um, maybe just keep it sort of lying down and you know, <laughs> move well, on from it he was always outspoken he's always, but that's why I think he would have been brilliant yeah. but Detective Devlin can reveal <gasps> that um the reason that he was pulled out at the last second yeah. was because he was meant to be, um, it, 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 he's actually been replaced by Lewis Morrison. <gasps> so he was the, Lewis was the sort of the one who they thought, no, he's going to be better being as, as an OG. And we can see how that worked out really, really terribly. Mm. So I think they'll be kind of laughing about that a bit. Um, yeah. you know, and, and he's been going online and, and making some snide remarks to Love Island. Um, it's a bit, it's giving a bit bitter, but, but you can see where he's coming from. Yeah. Um, I would be too if my bags were all packed and then next thing you're not on the show. Yeah. And obviously losing out on a big big fee too. Yeah. So tonight's show is oh. my favourite of the series. Oh my God, the heart rate challenge. Yeah. It's always incredible. But this is going to be another level. We've spoken about this before, how they have been in training for this <laughs> this is like their olympics yeah they are going into this where they knew there was going to be a heart rate challenge they are ready in their bikini bods to be the winner and it's very competitive they want to win so this is something that i would love to see a thesis slash ted talk about um is the evolution of the heart rate challenge over the years of love island because never mind <laughs> the chat the self-awareness the lack of sex and smoking and stuff for me this really shows the metamorphosis of love island Mm -hmm. 
that to start with, it was all quite tame. Mm. There was, you know, a bit of a lap dance type situation. There was maybe a bit of a lick up the ear. But And even that was a bit steamy. Yeah. You know, your grandma's watching at home or something. I remember writing about it back in the day and it being like, raunchiest episode ever. <laughs> and then fast forward a couple of years. And for me, the year that it went wild was um, summer 22. So India, Ekinsu, mm. um, Tasha, mm-hmm. because those were dancers. Mm. And I don't know if you remember, India especially did that upside down twerking Twer- thing. Oh my and goodness. I was just like, this yeah. isn't just shimmying about in a bit of Anne Summers anymore. Yeah. This- Danica, was that Danica as well? Yeah, she was doing the Who twerking. was like yeah, a burlesque yeah. dancer. Yeah. I was like, this is like, people would pay good money mm down string fellows for this and I say that with full admiration for mm. these women well yeah the Love Island producers have got a lot for their money because if you think they're going to get this proper show they've not had to pay for um, we are all spectators and loving yeah. it it's like to start with it was just about whose heart rate raised twos because look I think we all know that maybe there's a bit of manipulation there like it can't always produce that juicy oh X raise the heart rate more Love Island would dispute that it's all based on facts and figures I completely disagree but I do actually (laughs) think that there's an element of nervousness that they don't want to so I'm thinking Molly and Callum they'll be so conscious they don't want their heart to race that that that's going to mean that their heart will race I agree so I do think that there's a lot of that um my little theory. Go on. It's more of like a wish list, I think, actually. It's more like, please, can it happen? They raise both of each other's heart rates the most. And they talk about it afterwards. They end up on the terrace. A bit of an Arabella comes over them. They start kissing and they're together again. That's my that's Oh my, my God, wish. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. And the fans would go wild. Um, because I, I completely agree. Like hearts can raise for all sorts of reasons. Mm. Nerves, like you say. Mm. Like, do you remember, again, it was that same year. So it was Gemma Owen. Oh, yes. Yeah. Jax. Um, Jax, and it was when she was with and Luca, Luca yeah. and her heart was raised by Jax. And she essentially was like, it's because I've had sex with him. So obviously I was thinking about <laughs> having had sex with him. <laughs> so, Which isn't great, is So it? Molly and Callum, mm. assuming after three and a half years, they were still having great sex. Mm-hmm. Let's say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, they were in- inevitably thinking about like that, like one really hot night that they had together. But then the issue is it's, okay, it was maybe a bit of a rarity on Love Island for there to be one uh, X in there and there's going to be a raised heart heart rate. This time around, we've got multiple Xs. Yes. So Tom, we know that he's had history with Georgia Harrison. Arabella, I don't know whether they... Georgia Steele. Has Tom had history with Georgia oh, Harrison? Oh, sorry, Georgia Steele. I'm so... Why have they lasted the whole series, the two of them? Annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tom has been with Arabella. I don't know if it was intimate, but there's, you know, there's 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 various kind of... Yeah, in, Toby's got them it's all. It's all intertwined. Toby, <laughs> I don't know who Toby hasn't been with. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, um, that is just all going to kick off, isn't it? So I've got two little bits of info for you on this. The tea. Um, Arabella, unsurprisingly, comes in hot yeah like she's gonna be the best she delivers by all accounts and the second thing is there's a surprise there's someone who to me I won't, I won't tell you who it is but surprisingly so um to quote one of the execs 
She looks like she's beeping him. <gasps> oh. So fill in the blank there. It's the obvious one that you think. Like the 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 raunch is raunching. Ooh. Um. So I think that we can all get very excited about this. Actually, let's get some um, empowerment in here. Mm-hmm. The boys also, you know, really always deliver, don't they? Do you remember last year when Meddy was like, I can't dance, so I'm just going to snog everyone? Yeah. <laughs> You're obsessed with Meddy. No, I'm not. You are so obsessed with Meddy. I, I feel like I've mentioned him <laughs> twice, and, and that makes me obsessed with him because no one talks about Meddy. Oh, Meddy. Yeah, um, it, I, I do like watching the boys because it's... It's harder for them kind of just instantly. They can't do the, the lingerie stuff. Yeah. And it's interesting to see how they split it. It's either that they go the kind of humour, like funny route. Yeah. Um, or they go, they try and do like maybe a dream boys, like that yeah. kind of striptease. Or they go really awkward. Like, And I'm thinking Charlie, Re- um, how do you say his surname? Charlie Redenedge. Um, who was he's like one of the Maiden Chelsea guys he came in oh. I think he was like trying to go for reckon suit but he was just so wooden and stiff and everyone started everyone started laughing at him and it was just like so cringy he was yeah. a lovely boy but it was just like yeah oh, exactly what you wooden. mean yeah um I think the problem the, the difficulty that the boys have is obviously they're essentially like half naked all the time anyway mm. so visually the only thing that's slightly different is their shorts are tight and they've got the, the, the dancing or they're doing yeah. a bit of grinding. Whereas the or girls, something. like you say, immediately can raise a heart rate just by what they've got on. Yeah. So I do think it's hard for the boys. Yeah. Um, God, I, I don't know how they do it. I really don't. Uh, I think. Can you imagine that walk? It must feel like forever. And of course, you've got the girls on the terrace looking over and, and kind of judging as well. So yeah. it's like this double whammy and oh, they are they must be brave. They must be super brave to live it. Yeah, I know. Um, God, so we'll be digging into that tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, will it be a 10 from Len? <laughs> or more of a Craig Revel Hallward? <laughs> I don't know. Who yeah, do you think you're going to be? I think I'm more like a Motsi Mabuse vibe of just like, happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can be Craig because uh, I couldn't do it. So I, I can't really be judging. No. Um, but I'm just going to be... I mean, Anton, just, you know... Critique, so you're predicting... I'm going to note this down. Molly and Callum... I'm going to think him... Molly and Callum, they definitely... Yeah, that's Raise the obvious thing, right? Um I think Arabella will win overall with all of the, the Most guys. Hard, yeah, he's yeah. Because I think she'll just go in. Do you think that Adam will be awkward? He has got that kind of... No, because I was no. thinking about this. And not in that way. Um, <laughs> but being sure? a wrestler is like acting, acting isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So he will just be like, I'll do these moves and I'll act. I mean, surely he's going to be a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They'll have him dress up do in they like. Have to um, have a theme. Yeah. Yeah. What's your, what would you want your theme to be? Not what. Was it Belle, her son, that had to have that like red wig on? Oh no, it was Mary. Mary Bedford, yeah. She was a mermaid and it was awful. And I just thought they didn't give her a chance, didn't they? No. I would not want that. That would be hell. Hell on earth. I think you just want like the least amount of clothes possible so that you've got a starting chance. Yeah. And I think I would snog them all. 
because I think that that would just like yeah. get everyone going yeah. in more ways than just like standing there twirling. Yeah, I would want to go for, if I can't be sexy, I would try and shock them into a heart rate. <laughs> you know what be. I mean? <laughs> yeah, because as we say, there's more than one ways to raise a heart. <laughs> Um, you could just like go to whisper in their ear and then just yeah. scream. But I think, <laughs> yeah, I think the one thing that we can all be grateful for is that Chris isn't there because we know it would be the comedy, yeah, routine and the ick of all the icks. whole of Britain, if not the globe, would be icked out. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, we've got so much coming up on the podcast for the kind of the last full week. Definitely no X. Um, no X. We're going to be giving you all of the, the goss as we head towards the final and, and try and get some predictions in from some experts mm-hmm. and some past Islanders as well. So, yeah, please make sure you stay tuned. Yeah. And everyone get your heart rate monitors at the ready <laughs> because I want to hear tomorrow who everyone's winner is. Yes. So. <laughs> See you then.